Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Behind the Rub with Barbecue Rub Club. Today, we'll be taking you behind the scenes with Go Big or Go Barbecue and learn about how they got started. I'm your host, Brian Villanueva, and today I'll be talking with Aaron from Go Big or Go Barbecue. How's it going, man? Good, how are you? Pretty good. It's uh, nice to finally connect with you. Definitely. And I saw yeah. the, the, rub, the rub showed up. Oh, yeah, they just showed up today. I appreciate you working with us on that. All right, man, we'll, we'll go ahead and kick it off and, and get started. But So first thing, uh, just if you could go into a, a little bit of a backstory on the rub, how would you guys get started, how long you've been doing it, who, why, that type of information. Um. Well, I go to start back, oh, what was it, like 2012, my mom saw, like, it was a travel channel thing about barbecue competitions and Big Bob Gibson and the competition in Decatur, Alabama. And at the time, you know, when you first hear about barbecue competitions, you're like, ooh, cool, we can go and try all these team's foods and stuff. So we actually took a vacation down to the competition that year and I think what a lot of people learn is once you get to a barbecue competition, generally you're not going to try anybody's actual turn-ins. <laughs> yep. So we got to go to Big Bob Gibson's, which was cool. But um, besides that, you know, it was just a, just a trip. But I kind of got the bug bit for me on barbecue. And I think within the next the next year or so, we got a, a gas smoker. And it was just kind of a hobby deal. I was, I was in culinary school, so, you know, I've always been cooking. Um, but I always like to grill out and everything. And then the next year there was a backyard competition in downtown Cincinnati in 2014. And that's when like the first iteration of the rub you could say was done. It was more or less what was ever in my cupboard. And I kind of just threw it in a bowl and shook it together and thought it was good. I think we came in almost last place in the chicken and ribs category. Oh no. So yeah, that was a, well, we, so we didn't know you couldn't use, this is how I just, I wasn't good at researching. I didn't know you could not use uh, gas back then. So we had to buy uh. this little, this little offset, like whatever cheap offset they sell at Walmart. Yep. Is what we used. And I had to learn how to cook on that in like two weeks. So um, it was a steep learning curve and it was more of just a weekend to drink with my friends. Huh, um, no doubt. Yeah. So they had it again the next year. And then the next year we act, they uh, added, pork butts to the to the competition too so it's pork butts ribs and chicken and we actually ended up taking um first place in pulled pork first ever turn and i ever dealt with pulled pork with that was the that was when we really kind of nailed down the rub a little bit um and the sauce is kind of when that started coming around too and the chicken and the ribs we we improved we got third place overall so we did pretty good you know for our second ever barbecue competition to get a 176 in pork i was pretty happy with that even for a backyard competition yeah um, uh no doubt so was was that competition was it a so it's backyard so it was a kcbs yes kcbs right so i and i've seen some of those type of competitions but i've i've always just done like the pro i, I don't know if it's the pro mm -hmm. if you call it, consider it pro but that's what i've yeah. done so what what is the difference between the pro and the backyard barbecue the, the pro you can only do backyards if you haven't done i think if you haven't placed 
like a certain amount of times in pro. So like, say I did like five pro competitions. And I like placed in like the top 10 in those fives, not even winning, but just placing, you couldn't do a backyard. So backyard, they try and keep um, just the amateur guys, you know, people who aren't doing it every weekend in and out um, doing it. But I mean, I know like another guy in West Virginia, he's winning all over the country in backyard and he's just sticking there. Could he go up to pro probably, but he's winning in backyard. So well, it's nice. It's fun to win. Yeah. Yeah. So, so do it, does it still cost? Does it cost less? Does it still cost? And, and uh, I think, I think that, yeah, last time, well, I haven't done a backyard since that one, but it was, I think it was like $50 cheaper. It wasn't much cheaper. Right. Um, I mean, obviously it's cheaper because you're not buying a brisket and most of the time it's just two meats. It was, they just added the third meat because it was, because I think they grew so much within the year that they thought they could add that. Gotcha. Um, but usually it's just, usually it's just ribs and chicken. Gotcha. So, okay. So did you um, graduate to the pros after that? You said yeah. you hadn't. Yeah. For the next year we did a pro competition and I had another learning experience with that is I didn't know you could trim at home. Oh yeah. So I was, I was in August, Cincinnati, 99% humidity weather, trimming a brisket. So that was, that was fun. So that was, uh, you know, we, that was when we really, that's when I, that's when I met my girl, my now wife, and she was really pushing me, you know, to focus more on it. Cause she knew, I, you know, she knew I had a knack for it and it, you know, it wasn't just like a, a weekend to drink kind of deal. So she really pushed me to start writing recipes down and everything there. So we didn't place there, but you know, it was definitely a learning experience on what a, you know, what to do in an actual pro competition, you know, trim at home and sure. You know, prepare and not bring the kitchen sink. I think we had two, two truck beds full of crap that we brought. Right. Um, that you don't actually need. So right. after we, uh, so that was 20, 2016. So in 2017, we had our, it was like a local, um, like rib burn off kind of deal um in Dayton, Ohio. And we actually it was ribs and chicken again. And that was when we first got the Traeger. That's when I moved to pellets. Um and that's when I, I swept the whole thing. I got first place in chicken, first place in ribs, and then first place overall. I think it was six teams. So nothing big, but still, I mean you're you're still beating out, you know, people who they rolled up with their big offsets and everything else. And I'm just a kid over there with his Traeger you know, did you get did you get any shit from anybody for uh, using the trigger? No, no, I you know I really the pellets the pellets have grown a lot since then. Yeah, like people become more aware of it. I yeah, I really think they've grown in like the past four or five years. But even twenty seventeen, people were like, so how does that work? So it was more questions of how does it work and everything like that. And of course, the generator we brought broke. So luckily, the guy next to us had a generator for his trigger. So there was two of us on us that day but um but yeah that was nice that was that was the very first competition where i probably the only thing i changed from that competition like flavor wise to now is my rub back then had seasoning salt and white sugar like as like half of what the salt and sugar is now in there um so i took those two out and just went to a straight kosher and a straight brown sugar nice um, between you know between there that iteration and now um but then after that we had twins oh yeah so 
took a that slows things down. Of, took the rest of 2017 off, and then we moved from Cincinnati <laughs> to Cleveland. So that was that was a big move. And then we bought a house. And then we got married. So we kind of did everything in like six months. <laughs> yeah, you know, once the babies were born. So 2018 rolled around. We were um. There's a the world's biggest hardware store, like, like privately owned up is over here, like just south of Cleveland, and they have a big um, rib burn off every year. Um, so we did the competition down there, and you can choose between a Traeger, a Big Green Egg, and a gas grill because that's what they sell. So all they do is they you pay thirty five bucks and you get to cook on one of those grills, and then they just turn around and sell those grills for a discount. Oh, so nice. That's a, that's a good time. So we ended up that year, they actually didn't do ribs. They did pork loin, which I found interesting. Um, we actually ended up taking, I think, second or third place to check my stuff to see where we actually landed. But that was, we did the sauce and the rub on that. Um, and that was the last time we did a competition before it got bottled. Um, oh, so that gotcha. So that was still me making it at home and everything. And then that holiday scene, that holiday season is kind of when we were like trying to push it just to sell it myself, just making it at home. And then 2019 rolled around and we ended up, um, KCBS offers, offers you a, uh, position to represent them at Bass Pro Shop. Oh, really? Yeah. It's usually a Memorial Day weekend. Obviously I canceled this year, but last year we, uh, we ended up, I ended up making like a hundred mason jars worth of sauce on my own. Right. Um, we ended up, we ended up selling like almost all of them. And that was kind of like the light bulb moment of maybe we should not mess up my white kitchen with mm. sauce everywhere. Yep. <laughs> so then it was diving into co-packing and barcodes and nutrition panels. And that's when we really decided to kind of jump into wanting to get it bottled. So last year in July, we ended up doing a Kickstarter and raising just over $5,000 and got the, got the ball rolling on it. That's awesome, man. So, um, we're, man, I got a ton of questions in between all that and some comments too, but, um, I had started, I started competing like probably back in 2012. Uh, I had started off with one of those cheap, cheap, offset smokers and I actually ended up taking second place in ribs at the rattlesnake roundup down in Sweetwater, Texas, which is one of their biggest competitions ever. So I was going up against guys with like, but I, I knew how to cook on that thing. I had learned how to cook Uh on that thing for like months beforehand. So uh, I can't imagine trying to learn how to cook in a couple of weeks on those. They took a, they take a lot, a lot of work and a lot of maintenance on getting your tents right. My dad, my dad built me a big offset before we got the Traeger, and it was his first attempt at building a smoker. And it's a good smoker. I just I think the firebox is too small. Yeah. He's just too he's too stubborn to listen to me. <laughs> and it, but I mean, you know, and it's like people brag on the pellets and stuff, but I mean, my pellet girls have paid for themselves in catering. Oh no you know, doubt, right? Yeah. You know, I've got the Traeger and I've got a Louisiana Grill Champion. And you gotta be able, you just gotta look out. I bought both of well, I got the Traeger on a discount like bid website and the champion was a clearance at Costco. I think I got both of them for less than one of them new. Nice. And 
you know, for me, heat's, you know, fire is fire, 100, you know, 180 degrees, yep. 180 degrees, whatever you're cooking in, you know, I think it's a matter of just knowing how to handle the meat from there. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, you know, I had, I always wanted, I had started to want to Traeger right, uh, right when they first came out. And so had an opportunity to do a cook off down in Texas while I was traveling, but I needed a Traeger. So I looked around, there was one on sale. I think I got 10% off of it or whatever, but first time I ever cooked on it, I swept the entire competition too. And there was Mm -hmm. like 30 teams there. I got first place in brisket, second place in ribs and overall grand champion. So, yeah. Yeah. Traegers, man. I like them. You got to sleep and put your feet up probably. That's it. Yeah. Well, uh, I got to drink more. That was what a result to do. You don't have to sit there and stoke any coals or anything. Yeah, that's for sure. So, um, when did you, when, and if you could go into the name, go big or go barbecue, how'd you guys come up with that? Is that what you started competing under? Or is that, did you do come up so, with that later or later as in like a day before the, um, first competition at the first backyard competition. So I wasn't taking that like seriously. I was like, you know, it was like, oh, let's sign up. Me and my buddies will go get a tent down there, bring a grill and drink and have fun. So we had actually, we're trying to compete under um, like a Zoolander quote, um, like team that, you know, really, really, look, really, really good looking or something. I don't remember what it was. It was something real stupid. <laughs> nice. And my mom, was, my mom actually came up with the name. Um, she was like, what about something like go big or go home? And then she's like, what about go big or go barbecue? And so that kind of just stuck. And we just kind of rolled with it from there. Um, so, and then the logo itself, my wife's coworker was a um, graphic designer at the place we worked at at the time. And she's like, can you make them a logo for a t-shirt? She ended up just making the logo and it's kind of just stuck from there. Sweet, man. Pretty cool. Yeah. I kind of wondered what that, what that yeah, meant. My mom passed last year, so it's not, it's not going anywhere anytime soon. My friends yeah. always say, why is not it go big and go barbecue? And I'm like, I don't know. It's just what mom said. It's just how it's staying. It makes perfect sense. Yep. I completely agree, man. I'd keep it around too. Yep. Um, what what inspired your sauces? Sauces is amazing, man, honestly. And, um, I mean, we had posted a picture on Instagram. Uh, you probably remember, but I, I get yep. tons of samples, and so I'll put – Every mm-hmm. once in a while, I'll post them on there and say, hey, what should we go with? And um, yeah. I don't know how you did it, but there was a bunch of people who went on there and commented, uh, go big yeah. or go barbecue. And I don't even think you guys were in the picture at the time. No, um, that was uh, my friend. My, I, have, I have a really solid group of friends who want to see, you know, us succeed. Right. And, you know, I said, and I said it was, you know, for us, especially this year, it was a good opportunity to try and get with you guys. And um and grow. If I said, "Hey, you know, go on there and say you want to see go big or go barbecue show up." Yeah. The, the sauce. I mean, the sauce kind of started like again, like what what was in my cupboard at home. Um, and we always we always had like ketchup and honey and brown sugar, and then it was kind of just. I don't come from like a from like a pitmaster family or anything. Nobody in my family is like a big barbecuer. Right. I'm kind of the okay. I'm kind of the start, and then the kids are the kids are next. Yeah, um, yep, they sure are. But uh, 
but yeah, so I kind of, you know, I watched and watched like a Malcolm Reed or just, you know, whoever is on YouTube at the time that was four, four or five years ago and just kind of watch what they were using and just kind of developed, you know, from there, from what I had at home. And then on my little notepad, just wrote it all down and just kind of rolled with it. I used to have, used to have more cayenne in it. So, you know, for me, it was, I like the heat, but yeah, me too. learning that competitions and then judging, if you've ever judged like a KCBS, the judges are sometimes older. So I kind of, you know, I try, try and get it to where it's, you're going to know the heat's there, but it's not going to catch you on fire. Right. Kind of deal. So that's kind of where it was. And it just, it nailed, I nailed it down and, you know, everybody, oh, can I get another jar of that? You know, I like it this way. So it hasn't, it, the sauce hasn't really changed in two or three years. It's kind nice. Of, I got a, I got a little like lined piece of paper that's got grease stains all over it that has the recipe on it. That if we ever, you know, make it famous, I'll frame it or something. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Yeah, that's that's cool. Um, so what happened after that post and after uh, those everyone comment commented on mm-hmm. it, right? My my wife, she has access to my Instagram page, so then she helps me out with it. Uh, she was yeah. in, she was inspired to try it. She's like, well, I'm gonna. And so I came home and uh, she had made some chicken and pulled out the sauce and we ate some and I was like wow man this stuff is really good so let's go ahead and and uh and bump them up in the in the schedule and get it get it rolled out so that's pretty cool man that's uh that's, that's awesome um got it, yeah. go ahead no I say you got you know you got to do what you got to do in the year of covid to get the marketing going I yeah think, no doubt I think I had like 10 or 12 events on my like you know, Excel spreadsheet when I started looking at things in January. And I think all we got to do this year was the uh, Royal Sauce and Rub competition, which we didn't really, we landed kind of like just in the middle of the field with everybody. So there's some work to be done there. But we did do the rub competition at the National Barbecues Magazine. And we got fifth place chicken for them. So that was, that was nice to see. Nice. Are you going, do you have any plans to do like the, uh, the SCOBY uh, competitions? Uh, now that I, well, now that it's bottled, I think cause last year we weren't, it was like right in that weird time where I didn't know when I was going to get it on hand. So I think I am going to, I'm going to look at that. And then the um, awards of excellence deal with the national barbecue association. I think we're going to try and enter too. Just nice. Really We'll see what we can muster up, you know, with those kind of competitions, it's tough because, you know, they're cooking, they're just using like a plain piece of pork steak or a plain piece of like thigh or something. So it's hard to, you know, my sauce is good, but I mean, I, you got to use a rub or some smoke or something to complement it, I think. Sure. I mean, yeah. Um, so I was just pulling up the SCOBY awards and it looks like, uh, a 2021, is now closed for entry. So if you didn't get into the entry there, that yeah. doesn't look like you'd be able to get. So I don't know when they open up. I know it looks seems like they just announced some of the winners um, not that long ago. So, but but either way, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, twenty twenty two. Yeah, give us more time. We'll take it. Yeah, there you go. Keep and, and so that got me to thinking. Do you have any plans to release like a hot version of it? Um, 
the soft any- wide everybody wants a hot so i think that's my next my next go on like sauce is hot like i don't know if, i don't know if i just want to add cayenne or if i want to like tweak the whole you know the whole deal to give it more than just like a burn flavor right you know, actually actually give it like a little i mean i like hot but i like it to taste good too right yeah so, like rub wise like rub wise i'm from cincinnati um and if you've ever heard of cincinnati like chili i'm actually working on a cincinnati chili rub that i did on some ribs a while back so that's our my next venture for that is to do a little home hometown rub nice and it's, got like a, it's got cinnamon and um a little bit of allspice and uh, cocoa powder in it so it's definitely a little different than your typical barbecue rub but it tasted pretty good on ribs yeah it sounds really interesting um when you get that going man i'd, I'd love to try some i'll get some in a bag i got your address now everything yep i should have had it you should have thrown it in one of these other shipments but uh right now. oh well we should another time um What's uh, if you don't mind, you don't have to. But what's one of your favorite, favorite or most unique ingredients, either rub or uh, sauce? Like in my rubber sauce, or just right? Yeah, rubber. either or, or just in uh, yeah. Well, uh, the sauce is pretty straightforward. I mean, it's nothing really crazy in there. I think it's um, I think like me, the thing that sets our so- uh, sauce apart from like other ones is the honey. You know, instead of having a molasses base for the sweetener, it's a honey base. Right. So I think, you know, so I think it's that's where you get a nice glaze from it. Um, if you're glazing ribs or chicken. Right. Yeah. Um, but, but rub wise, I would say a re- the oregano in there is something that's a little different from everybody's, um, you know, go to the oregano sure. and the the oregano and the cumin. Everybody, you know, you can smell the cumin, but I think the oregano gives it that nice savory note. It does, man. Absolutely. I, I would agree with that. Um, and, and it provides a nice balance. So yeah, pretty good stuff. Yep. Um, let's see, we hit a lot of the questions and just the opener. So I'm shooting yeah. through them just to, just to kind of see where, where we might be able to pick up on, but, uh, okay. What's, uh, what's been one of the biggest challenges, uh, bringing us to the um, market or otherwise. I mean, besides the obvious for this year, you yep. know, with everything going on and not, we actually, we got one face-to-face event in at our, one of our big retailers down in Cincinnati at Jungle Gyms, like two weeks before everything got shut down. So that was nice. And it was very, you know, encouraging because they actually had two different barbecue companies doing, um, doing a taste test that year or that day. And people would have the other people's sauce and they would take their sauce back, come get ours. So uh-huh. you know, I hate to be that guy and take sales away from somebody else, but you know, it was nice to see that people were like, Oh, you know, this guy's and mine was like a dollar. Mine, unfortunately, I would say one of the challenges is the price point has been something challenging for me because we just don't have the volume to get the price point down yet. Right. So my, my price is, my price is a little higher. If you see like retail is like eight ninety nine for the sauce and six ninety nine for the rub. Um, and I'd, I'd love to get that down at least a dollar on each, but we just, that'd probably be our biggest challenge is just the price point. But, sure. You know, we're only, we're only a year into it, you know, really when it comes to retail. So 
we once we get our name out there, I think I'm encouraged for next year. I think there's going to be a lot of, you know, need for events and everything as long as everything is allowed to be out there. So I think we'll we'll have a big 2021. Sure, as that stuff gets back to normal, it, it most yeah. definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, on on the price point, that's that's always that's always the challenge. And you know, mm-hmm. we we've had the same challenge with the subscription box and trying to price yeah. it right to where people. I, yeah, I mean, I think your guys' price. I was looking at it with my dad over the weekend, and I mean, the year price is a really good price. I believe so. Uh, sometimes you get people that that don't they don't understand what they're getting. Maybe you know. So even if you were to say like, oh, you get my, you know, you get the my sauce and rub once a month. Just you know, I think for my sauce and rub, what shipping is like is like what your month subscription box is. It's like twenty five bucks, right? And it's like it's like you look at that and then look at the year. And I think what are you guys like one seventy? something or uh what the six yeah the six month is we got it at one 169 somewhere somewhere yeah. around there yeah yeah so i mean you're you're saving money if you do the whole year and that's my dad's like my dad's like well if i liked other ones besides yours i would do that but he's a, <laughs> he's, a he's a sucker for ours he's like let me yeah. get a case to take. he's like he lives in cincinnati still and he's like let me get a case to take home like are you paying for that case all right no. yeah <laughs> he's a little biased. So, hey, yeah, if he can get yeah. it for free, plus, he's got the yeah. bias. Plus, if he can get it for free, I, yeah. I can't blame his, him. His his deal is he's you know my dad's probably you know besides my mom and my wife, you know my wife's the one who pushed me to grow up and take this you know a lot seriouser than I was. You know my mom was always my my mom supporter, but my dad you know my dad he's the one who made me the big smoker. He's the one who helped me. Um, you know, kind of get set up at every competition. He's yeah. the one that, you know, he's the he's the dad on it. He's yeah, he's, he's you know, he's my my big helper now when it comes to all this stuff. So that's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure, absolutely. Yeah, you know, sometimes and and that's that's the other thing we try to try to do. We probably need to do a little bit better job at it. It's just, you know, getting that value message across to people that like, Hey, you, you know, and I try to tell people all the time, look, if, if you want looking for something cheap and you're comparing us to your local rubs at Walmart or, or uh-huh. big chain store, I mean, that's not what we're, that's not what that's we're not what, putting in yeah, our yeah. box. I always compare it to like a craft beer. That's it. Like, you know, if you, like for me, like, oh, you're going to, yeah, you can go buy a 12 pack of, you know, of a Budweiser, Miller Lite, whatever. I said, or you, you go to your, you go to your local brewery. Yeah. You're going to pay a little bit more for that beer, but you know, that that's for a mom and pop or whoever that's, they're putting money in their pocket right there and you're getting a better product. Absolutely. You know, and, that, you know, and that's, that's kind of what I try and convey, you know, when, people ask me about the price. And I'll say, well, if you buy more and you get me into more stores, the price will go down. So. <laughs> That's it. But you know, you get quality, man, you get quality uh-huh. with those craft rubs. We work with a lot of guys, mm-hmm. you know, with a lot of the small guys and that's who I prefer to work with. But, and I try telling people, Hey, look, man, this, this, this guy that I just got this rub was grinding spices last, last weekend to get this as fresh as possible. So you're getting yep. it. It's like, it's brand new, you know, it's not yeah, been I mean, sitting on a shelf. And that's what, that's what we did. You know, that's what, 
what worked out for you guys was yours, your whole shipment was made within, was made that week that it came to you. That's um, awesome. Yeah. And that was mainly, I mean, I I just got a shipment up here, but mainly because I don't have a way to put it on a pallet. So that just, it kind of worked out that way to just give my co-packer the call and just get it all made that way and get it to you. So then everybody's got nice. a fresh product. Yep, for sure. Okay. So we, uh, that's, that's awesome, man. Good conversation. I love it. Uh, we talked a little bit about competing you guys competing. Do you know mm-hmm. if there's any other teams that are competing using your stuff, what their results have been? Has anyone come back to you with, with some feedback? No, unfortunately not. I, no. I really want to grow that side of things and do like a, like a competition, like, I don't like an ambassador, like, like an ambassador program or something like that, where you know, I can get some people to take the product and run with it for a weekend. But it's just, I think the hard thing is a lot of like all my competition team guys that I know, they all, they've all loved, they all like, Oh, we've tried your sausage rub. We love it. But I think they have their, their recipes, unless, especially this late near nailed down. Yeah. You know, where they're, they're not going to change it mid season. So I think that'll be a push for us during the off season is, Hey, if you're working on, you know, a new recipe or if, you know, you weren't scoring as well and, you know, chicken or pork. And that's what we really nail on with our stuff is chicken and pork, you know, give us a try. You know, I, I'll go cut you a deal on a sauce and a rub, you know, take it to a competition and see how you do. So believe me, that was on the plan for this year, but right. there was only, there was only one Ohio competition this year still going. So, oh, wow. Yeah. I'm surprised that was even one. Yeah, they uh they ended up yeah they went from a I think they went from a campground to like a county fair like bigger space. So I think they just they have the space to do it and there's no um there's no spectators or anything. So I guess they're just able to do it. It's like it's next weekend, but we just uh, we spent a little money on the house this year. So that's yeah. where my that's where my competition money. Yeah, absolutely. Do. <laughs> yeah, water right. heater and i got a blackstone so i'll take that oh that's cool yeah man i haven't got one of those yet man i'm I'm looking at been thinking about it but we'll see oh it was, we found it for half off or i found it for half off at walmart one day just kind of like browsing the grills because i have a problem yeah and me too. uh <laughs> and it was and i well because they our walmart they just added the garden centers so i think they were trying to clear out all that stuff so they had that blackstone on sale for half off and i text my wife i'm like it's half off and i said we've been talking about it for like a year now i said can i grab it like yep cool i think we've cooked (laughs) on it almost we've cooked on it at least every week since we've had it if not almost every day it just depends on the weather i mean it's it makes some killer food that's awesome you know it's nice like to do like i did it has a fryer attachment right we did we did smoke fried wings so we did the wings on the Traeger and then turn around and toss them in the fryer. And those were, those were good. Yeah. That sounds delicious. I'm going to have to check them out, man. I, I've been thinking about it for a while. I went and picked up one of those Cuisinart, like it's got like a dual get, uh, propane on one side mm-hmm. and pellets on the other, uh, mm-hmm. and, which is pretty cool. Um, and it's been probably, it, it had been probably 10, 12 years or more since I've cooked on a gas or propane. Yeah. Uh, grill 
Yeah. And I found out I suck at it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's definitely it's a hot it's a hot surface and it's definitely a different experience. Yep. That you're used to. That's, That's for sure, man. You know what's good for gas grills is grill grates. If you haven't if you haven't gotten grill grates for it yet, I'd tell you to get those. I we got my mother in law gas grill and we I took my grill grates over on it for fourth of July. And that's just, it keeps the uh, flare-ups down. and Okay. Um, that's, that's what I need then, because I, I don't know how to manage the flare-ups, man. And, and it's just been, it was a whole new experience for me. It's That's what I started cooking on as as well, you know, but it's been years yep. since I've cooked on one. So, <laughs> yeah, we, I, I haven't had a gas grill. And I had one in Cincinnati before we moved in 2018, but since then it's been the Traeger. And then now we got the other big pellet grill. Now the Louisiana's, the difference between like a Traeger in Louisiana or a Pit Boss is they have that flame station where you can pull back a a grate and you actually have the flames coming up from nice. the pot so you can actually sear on it, right? Which is nice. Um, I've seen guys do that with Traegers at competitions when they're doing like um, steak steaks, right? yeah, steaks. I so, but that's I why, that's why I gotta get a I gotta get a PK for it. So that's my next push is to. Convince my wife I need a PK. <laughs> Good luck, man. Because then I can throw it in the Durango, and it's you know state competitions are where it's at. I feel like because they're cheap to get in, they give you the meat, you know, and it's just an afternoon. You get to cook some steaks and go home. Yeah, that yeah. does sound pretty fun. Yep. Um. So. Yeah. Uh, Dang it, I lost my train of thought, man. There was something else I was going to ask, but uh, oh well. E- either way, um, yeah, that's actually it just came back to me. So that's that's part of our plan when when things open back up, uh, competitions. We're going to what we've been talking about doing is, and I just brought some uh, additional partners in to the business. Usually, uh, well, before a few months ago, before back in June. Um, it was just me. I was just a solo team, solo, solo person. And so I've brought some help on and, uh, yep. starting to take this a little bit more serious, but, and I've competed. I used to compete all the time. I don't, uh, of course I competed with my own stuff, but I never had the desire really to take my rub or my sauce, uh, to the market. Um, yeah. just for whatever reason, it's just not, not been something I want to do, but what I want to do now is take, uh, companies that we feature in the box and go and compete with them and just create content, you know, YouTube content, blog content, um, and test them out and just use different ones at different competitions and, and see how it goes, you know, just, yeah, just I mean, more for fun than anything else. And that's, that would, you know, that would be a lot. That'd be really cool. I'd, I'd be down to help with that. Um, <laughs> awesome man yeah i'll, I'll let yeah, you know dude. i'll definitely keep you in mind because the sauce is and and for me i mean we're in a completely different region you know so if we're using yours i the, the chance that someone else is using yours is probably yeah. slim to none you know most competitors they like to use their own stuff yep yeah i mean unless you're um you know unless you're really nailed down with some of the bigger guys's competition stuff yeah i mean everybody's kind of mixing their own yeah. mixing their own deal you yep. know, it is a lot of brand loyalty. Yep, that's what I'm. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to grow. Yep, you know, for sure, but, man. So that and I'm just trying to I'm trying to pander the fact that I got twins, and they got 
they got stuff to be paid for, so I need more sauce and rub. So, <laughs> no doubt, right? Especially, especially my son, who's really into eating all the barbecue now. He's a he's hilarious. How old is he? Is he? Uh, did you have a boy and girl twin uh, twins or boy and girl twins? They just turned three. Right. They uh, my wife, you lucked out. She got took them to Target tonight. That's why it's so quiet. Um, nice. <laughs> But they, they, I mean, uh, since day one, you know, I've always had a barbecue T-shirt on them or something. But now they're really, it's really cool to see now. Like, like you talk about YouTube. That's what I, we just started our YouTube channel like a month ago. And our first YouTube video was them, them making ribs, you know, like 80% of the way. Awesome. They seasoned, they seasoned them, they spritzed them, and they put sauce on them. And then my son destroyed them. My daughter, she's she's not much into ribs, but she'll eat brisket. Yeah, but you know, he's he's the kid that'll he, he grabbed. We did beef rib, and he was walking around with a dinosaur bone. What he called oh, it? Nice. So, believe it or not, man, I still have never done beef ribs, and I see pictures of them on Instagram. They look delicious. I, I need oh, to get. Gotta, I need to do some. They're I I've only done them twice, and both times you really can't mess them up just because of the fat content in them. Right. They're not gonna. They don't dry out. I did mine straight, no wrap or anything, this last time around, and it was, it was good eating. We and you, you get a lot. So, I mean, we did probably two or three meals out of them. You know, nice. the four. Of them. So you definitely get your money's worth out of them. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I I gotta I gotta do it, man. I gotta break down and do it. I was just talking with someone the other day. And, you know, believe it or not, I've never done beef ribs. So. Yeah. Uh, and, th- and that makes me think, uh, you said you were rubbed. You guys really hit pretty good on, on chicken and pork. Uh, maybe there's some tweaks that you could come up with that, you know, tweak it yeah. to beef and, and then get you a beef profile going on. Yeah. I think for beef, I probably would, you know, obviously dial down the sugar content in yep. it and then, you know, up the salt, the pepper and probably the garlic and the onion, but probably keep the other, everything else kind of there. Yeah. Um, yeah, for color. Absolutely. But, but that's probably what I would do to, to change it up for beef. I mean, we I do I do put our rub on like brisket and stuff, mainly just to say that I do it, but I probably wouldn't compete with it for beef right for now. Sure. At least. Yeah. Yeah, I need a little bit heavier salt, pepper, gar- yeah. garlic type deal going on. Um so what's the craziest food you've heard your rub being used on? You know, since you sent me that question, I've been asking everybody. I'm like, what do you make it with? What do you, what do, you do with it? And everybody, you know, obviously, there's a, everybody uses it for chicken and ribs. And I've seen my uh, one buddy did shrimp with it, which isn't too crazy. Yeah. I guess my I guess my aunt tosses it in oyster crackers with a little bit of like olive oil and just seasons oil oyster crackers with them for a snack. That's pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, I've done chips with them. I've done a sour cream like chip dip with it too. Oh, nice. Uh, the one post that the one of the people that got it for the box this month, he did those onion rings with the bacon on them. That, that looked. Del- oh man, that, that looks so delicious too. I know. I gotta try that, but that's I've never seen that before. But I mean, besides that, I've never. No one's ever gone too. I mean, I made sushi with it. That's interesting. Ago. Yeah, for sure. And by sushi, I mean I took leftover brisket and leftover pork belly and made a made a roll with that. There was no fish in it, but 
Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm not a big fish I guy myself. Worked, I actually worked at a, I managed a sushi restaurant um, 10, almost 10 years ago. So, still got, still got the rolling skills down. So we, I said, you know what? I said, I didn't, I didn't realize you could buy almost everything to make sushi at like a Walmart. So yep. I grabbed everything. I knew we had leftover meat. I said, I'm going to do some barbecue sushi. And so we, that might be the sushi that. I could eat, man. If it was barbecue yeah. sushi, I could definitely, I think I could, I could do it that. It was mainly for a picture on the, on Instagram, but it was, I still ate it. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> doing it for the gram. Yeah. That's what, you know, that's been our, my, my biggest push, especially because, my day job, I'm, I've been at home since March, so it's definitely lent itself to help with the barbecue and that I can cook during the day when the kids are in daycare and the wife's at work and, um, you know, get more content out there on social media. Absolutely, man. That's the name of the game. Yep. For sure. Right, right now, at least. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, and that's the other – that's one of the reasons why we kind of came up with the monthly competition – um, you get guys sharing what they're doing with the rubs, get you guys more exposure. Uh, well, and helps, you know. and you can get those guys if you start winning with it. I mean, if you could start showing, like, hey, I'm winning with this rub, obviously, you're helping out, you know, the person who's selling the sauce and the rub, but you're also helping out people who want barbecue competitions aren't cheap. So yeah, if, that's you for sure. have, if you have a leg up knowing that this flavor profile is, you know, gonna get you some kind of check then, you know, that I think that justifies it, you know, to try somebody's sauce and rub. Absolutely. Yep. That's been our biggest hurdle, especially since the kids is, you know, can we spend this extra thousand bucks this month on, you know, like for me, I don't have a trailer. So it's, you know, got to rent the trailer from U-Haul, got to load up all the grills, got to get up, you know, got to line up the babysitters for the weekend. Yeah anything else i mean it's it's definitely an investment i my buddies does drag racing and i say you know it's it's not much more expensive to drag race than it is to co- to do barbecue competitions hmm. I, I said at least i could take my food home yeah that's interesting <laughs> and, yeah, and, and the stress man the amount of stress oh, that, yeah. that you go through during a competition is incredible oh that that two or three hours from Tur- like turning time yep Mm-hmm. That's a that pushes any relationship to the brink. <laughs> I I mostly have done my competitions solo. It once in a while I have some friends with me or I have my kids with me. Uh, rarely, yeah. rarely have I had my wife with me. So uh, it's always it's it's probably been, a good thing. Since since you know I've been with my wife, it's been me and her for the most part. Our first pro competition in Cincinnati it was a family affair but after that it's she's been my he's been in he's been my timer and my turn-in lady she takes the boxes up to the table for me sweet yeah that's good man it's good stuff um well cool man uh a couple last final questions uh top barbecue tips for a beginner someone who's just starting out watch youtube so many there are so many good youtube channels out there um you know i don't want to plug like any specific one but i mean it's you know you could watch mine but you know that's how i learned like i said i wasn't i didn't grow up with you know anybody that was like oh well we've handed down barbecue generation generation it was on me 
just because I saw it on TV and just wanted to try it. And for me, the hardest thing was not checking on the meat like every half hour. Yep. That was something that I had to learn that I, you know, it's that I learned after that second competition was just keep the lid closed. The meat's, you're not cooking at a high enough temperature to burn it. You know, it's going it, to, the meat's going to cook and it'll be fine. Just let it go. Don't open that, you know, the saying you're, if you're looking, you're not cooking. I mean, it's, it's definitely true. Yeah, for sure. I was actually going to bring that up. I don't remember where I heard that from. And maybe it just gets passed around through the barbecue circle mm-hmm. or maybe it was barbecue pit masters or something like that. But yeah, yeah, that's definitely it. And you could see, you know, a lot of these uh, grill companies now like Pit Boss, Cuisinart, uh, the, mm-hmm. the grill that I've got, have got these glass windows. Uh, and yeah. I think, you know, for someone who's just starting out, it's great, man, because you can peek inside mm-hmm. there and see that, yep, it's cooking. Yeah. And, if you know, and it's like instead, you know, and it's like if you're on any of those those groups, people are like, well, my, my temperature, especially with the pellet grills, if you open up that pellet grill for like more than a minute, oh, it's yeah. going to take a while to bounce back. So, yep. Keep it shut. Put a probe in there. And it'll be fine. That's it, man. Even my even my worst brisket was still good. Yeah, brisket is a hard one for a lot of people to master, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, once you once you do get brisket down, yeah. it's, oh man, it's so delicious. I just finished up uh, eating some leftovers today from from this past weekend. It, I just it was good, man. Good yeah, stuff. We, I, I'm very lucky to have. Um, Mr. Brisket, he's a local. That's literally the name of the business. It's Mr. Brisket. Hank over in Cleveland, he carries Wagyu briskets. Oh, nice! On hand, so I'm very lucky to have him close by to save on shipping to get a Wagyu to you know practice to compete on and to compete on. So, so I've never done. I've never done a Wagyu. Um, what is the price per pound that you that you're getting that at? Hank's. Uh, I want to say it's seven ninety nine a pound. I have to check for this week, but that's, that's not that's too bad. It's not. He ships all over the country, so I think it, he's pretty in line with the big ones like Snake River Farms and Creekstone, and sure, stuff like that. But I mean, his, I mean, people win with his briskets, and I mean, I, the difference between like a Wagyu and a Choice, or even a Prime, we'll say Prime, just because Choice, not a lot of people are gonna grab a Choice to like compete on or anything, but like a Wagyu, it's it's you have a lot more space to error on you can cook a lot harder with it and it finishes a lot higher a wagyu brisket finishes closer to like 209 oh wow so because of all that fat content especially if you get a good marbled one um you have that little bit of wiggle room to kind of push it nice um, and i i haven't had a bad one that's i haven't had a bad one yet so yeah we have a local butcher here who is charging like 79 7.99 a pound for just like choice brisket. I'm like, man, you're way overpriced, bud. <laughs> That's that. The beef prices are just, they're kind of, they've calmed down lately, but yeah, I don't, I don't envy that at all. And I think Costco would still, I think Costco, the prime was like, three fifty or four bucks a pound last time I checked. So Which isn't too bad. I mean, that's still somewhat affordable for most people. You yeah. know, you go to Costco, you're going to get a, uh, especially if you're just, just starting out, you know, you're going to get a yep. good piece of meat that you can learn, learn how to cook. Yep. Cool, man. Uh, last question. Uh, what's the craziest barbecue tip you've ever heard? Always like to throw these out there, man. There's always some good. 
I've been thinking of that one too since you sent it to me. And I just, <laughs> I don't know because like for me, like I've always, if somebody gives me a tip, I generally take it as like, you're giving me good information that I'll try at least once. Um, I saw, I did see people, they were talking about making burgers the other day on like one of the Facebook groups and then they were talking about adding like, like breadcrumbs that were soaked in water in the burger to keep them together and stuff. And it's just like, oh my God, it's like, just take the meat and make a patty and put it on the grill. You don't have to make a meatloaf to make a good burger. <laughs> um, yeah. That, that and being in the pellet groups, uh, pellets a pellet. I, I'm not, you know, I cook with hickory and cherry pellets just cause that's, that's just what I cook with. But I guarantee if I were to cook with anything else besides mesquite, you couldn't tell a difference. I a hundred percent agree with you, man. I've done that. I've done that test a hundred times, man. I, I got a, you know, close group of friends it. and family that I cook for forever. They're familiar with my food and I'm always switching up the pellets. It's just whatever is available for yeah. me where I live. It's whatever is available. And no one has yeah. ever said, Hey, did you use a different pellet this time? Mm -hmm. Oh, this one's smokier. Like, no, it's, it's literally the yeah. same thing. When it, when it's pellets, pellets are pellets, man. I a hundred percent agree I mean, with that. I can tell you like if I were to change from like a, you know, from a briquette to a lump charcoal on my offset, then yeah, you're definitely going to, you know, whatever wood you're throwing on there. Don't soak your wood. That's when I've heard, you know, people, oh, soak your wood chips or your wood before throwing on it'll, you know, create more smoke. And it's like, no, just get good seasoned wood. You'll be fine. We'll have to That's it, it, right? There's science. There's actually science behind that where the yeah, wood's not going to smoke until it reaches a certain temperature. Temperature. Yeah. I and, the one year the guy was like had a five gallon Lowe's bucket with a log and water in it. And don't don't do that. You'll yeah. Be, water and fire don't mix. I don't know where that idea came from. Yeah, absolutely. The only thing I would say about pellets is there's definitely a difference in the quality of pellets. Um, oh, yeah. I, I have I used some off brand ones before. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh man, these are cheap. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, and it, and it jacked up my auger, you know, they got stuck mm -hmm. in the auger and it just had all yeah. kinds of issues. So, yeah, we, uh, I mean, I always, I buy like the 40 pound bag of pit boss competition. That's generally what I use just because that's the cheapest that I, you know, without going too cheap. But if I see like a Traeger bag somewhere, like a Costco or something, I'll grab that. I like barbecuers delight, um, for pellets. It's just, nobody carries them locally. So shipping. Unless somebody has like a good deal on shipping or free shipping, I usually that's just what keeps me from buying it. Unfortunately, I've never tried them, man. I'll have to, I'll have to keep sure. my eye out for them. Yeah, all things barbecue carries them, uh, and then like my one of my distributors, American Outdoor, carries them. But I think he just keeps them in store. I don't think he ships them. God, just because it's, it's hard. It's tough to ship a. 25 pound bag of pellets and a it not break on the way and b not cost an arm and a leg yeah for sure that's another thing i don't think people somewhat understand when it comes to shipping barbecue sauce and rubs is anything. as soon as yep anything anything over the 16 ounces man you're, you're hitting the uh the priority mm -hmm. mail mark in that and that becomes you know bottom line 775 yeah uh, for shipping uh, so it's it's tough and it's you know and it's and that's like where i brought my price point it's tough to say like yeah you're paying a premium not only for my sauce and my rub but you know 
you got to pay seven. I think seven ninety nine is my cheap my my uh, base price for shipping. And even then, you know, after a pay after the square fee and everything, it's you know it's it eats a little bit into it. So it's that's for sure. But you know, that's business, and you got to roll with it. Absolutely. Well, cool, man. Aaron, it's been great chatting with you. I uh, appreciate Definitely. you jumping on the show, man. And and uh, I guess finally, where can people find you? How do they buy from you? Um, what channels do you have out there? People can check you, can you out. Yeah. Uh, Facebook is just Go Big or Go Barbecue. Um, Instagram's Go Big or Go Barbecue. Those two, I'm trying to get to 2,000 followers on Facebook and 500 on Instagram. So we're close. Twitter, I'm not super active on, but we're on there too. Let's go bigger, go barbecue. And then the YouTube channel, same thing. We got about six videos up. Some with the kids, some going over our grills that we talked about here and a couple of fun recipes on there as well. And if you want to buy some sauce and rubs, you can find it at go bigger, go barbecue.com. Awesome, man. Appreciate it. Thanks. uh, Thanks for your time tonight. Uh, Have a good one, man. and, And we'll be in touch. No problem. Thanks, Brian. You too. All right, Aaron. Talk to you later. Yep. Bye. All right, guys. That wraps up this episode of Behind the Rub with Barbecue Rub Club. Really hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Be sure to check us out at barbecuerubclub.net. That's bbqrubclub.net. If you haven't already, be sure to sign up for our barbecue rub club subscription box where we're featuring some of the best up and coming rubs on the planet we have a special coupon code for our listeners brc podcast all one word again that's brc podcast all one word for 15 percent off any purchase and don't forget to follow us on instagram and facebook until next time we're out